February 1948. A couple strolled down a beach in Clearwater, Florida. While enjoying the sea breeze, sand, and sound of the surf crashing ashore, the couple looks down. Horrified, they are frozen where they stand. Emerging from the waters of the Gulf of Mexico was a pair of giant, pointed imprints in the sand. They looked like enormous tracks from some type of animal. The prints were about 14 inches long, 11 inches wide, and had three toes, which were tipped with long claws. On further investigation, the tracks followed the shoreline for a couple of miles and then returned into the water, completely disappearing. Locals and authorities couldn't figure out what exactly made the footprints, but the four to six foot strides between each print showed that whatever it was, it was really big. Over the next decade or so, the creature's tracks showed up on the beaches of various Florida towns, and more tracks were found along the shore of Suwannee River, about 40 miles from the ocean. Tracks were seen in towns all the way from Clearwater to Sarasota, with the three-toed clawed prints earning the originator of the tracks the name Old Three Toes. During that time, several people claimed to have spotted the monster making the tracks, because what else could it be but some unknown beast? It was described as a large bird-like thing, or a large furry log with a head shaped like a hog's. On July 25, 1948, Flyers George Orfanitas and John Milner saw a 15-foot animal swimming about 200 feet off the shore of Hog Island near Dunedin, Florida. A couple from Milwaukee saw a huge furry something with a rhinoceros head waddling down the beach into shallow water just north of Tarpon Springs, Florida, in August of 1948. Around this same time, another couple reported a large creature in the area emerging from the water, where it then proceeded to, quote, harass them, only to return to the depths of the Gulf of Mexico. On October 21, 1948, a set of about 240 similar tracks were found near Old Town in North Florida coming out of the Suwannee River. Amidst all these reported sightings, people's reactions ranged from baffled to terrified to skeptical. If it was some strange creature from the water, what sort of havoc was it capable of creating? But if it was a hoax, who would go to so much trouble, and to what end? The strange tracks came to the attention of Ivan T. Sanderson, a zoologist of some repute, who wrote and commented on scientific issues in New York. Sanderson came to Florida to investigate and spent months studying the tracks and interviewing witnesses. He even dug up one print to take home, according to an article in the Tampa Bay Times. Ivan Sanderson, born in Scotland in 1911, could be compared to the Indiana Jones of the zoology world. He'd made several adventurous excursions to the African jungle for Cambridge University and the British Museum, which he then used as fodder to write a best-selling book. 
Sanderson was also the person who came up with the term cryptozoology, referring to the pursuit of creatures out of legend, such as the Loch Ness Monster. If anyone could crack the mystery of those three-toed tracks, he believed it was him. After doing extensive study and research, he determined that the prints were, quote, definitely not a hoax. They seemed far too deeply imprinted to have been made by man or machine. He even went so far as to say he had spotted the creature himself. In November 1948, Ivan T. Sanderson was flying above the Suwannee River south of Old Town when he reported that he and the pilot saw a large yellowish animal rolling around on the surface of the water, creating large patches of foam. He described it as being about 12 feet long, grayish-yellow, and having large arms that resembled flippers. He also said it made big waves when swimming as if it had a powerful kick. His final conclusion was that the creature had to be an enormous penguin. He reported that the penguin must have been driven from its natural habitat at some point. This displaced penguin theory was, understandably, disputed by many biologists. There were numerous prehistoric species of gigantic penguins. This is known from the discovery of considerable fossil remains. But all such lineages certainly became extinct millions of years ago at the latest. They were never encountered alive by humans, and these large penguins would have just barely been contemporaries of the earliest hominids. Actual prehistoric megafaunal birds only occurred in South Pacific and Cape Horn ocean waters. No ecological niche is known to have existed anywhere which would have allowed for their post-paleogene survival, as their known habitat and the neighboring regions are known to have been continuously inhabited by other penguin species and similar competitor taxa ever since. Giant penguins based on the fossil finds also appear in Jules Verne's novel Journey to the Center of the Earth and in At the Mountains of Madness by H.P. Lovecraft. In the latter case, the penguins are found in a fictitious Antarctic underground setting, and their presence is given a comparatively plausible evolutionary explanation. It is possible, and not unlikely, that Ivan Sanderson would have been influenced by literature such as Journey to the Center of the Earth and At the Mountains of Madness, as both were written and published before the mysterious appearance of Old Three Toes. It is far less likely, however, based on biological evidence, that his theory holds much water. After Sanderson's reported sighting, tracks were spotted a few more times throughout the 50s. But after 1958, there were no more sightings of either prints or giant penguins. After the last sighting, time passed and people moved on. Sanderson went on to continue his career elsewhere in fiction writing under the pseudonym Terence Roberts, as well as his cryptozoological pursuits of creatures like Bigfoot, the Abominable Snowman, and underwater UFOs, prior to his own death in 1973 from brain cancer. Then, 30 years later, on June 11, 1988, Jan Kirby, a reporter for the St. Petersburg Times, ran a story stating that Old Three Toes was actually a hoax. The story relayed that a man from Clearwater, Tony Signorini, 
had confessed that he and a prankster friend had been responsible for leaving the mysterious tracks all those years ago. Kirby went to Signorini's auto shop to interview him, and while she was there, he showed her a pair of very large cast iron feet with three toes. According to Signorini, at the instigation of Al Williams, his friend and boss at the time, they created the 30-pound feet together. Williams had apparently been intrigued by some photos from Smithsonian Magazine, which showed a dinosaur footprint that had been fossilized. After examining the print for a while, Williams came up with the idea to make feet that matched the prints and have a little fun. When the feet were complete and had been bolted to a pair of high-top tennis shoes, the two men loaded them into a rowboat and went to shallow water not far from shore, where Signorini claims to have put on the dino feet and waded out of the water. To make the tracks so far apart, Signorini would balance on one foot, swinging the opposite leg back and forth to work up the momentum to make a jump to the other foot. Since each of the metal objects weighed about 30 pounds, this foot feet took some time and some stamina. As for the sightings, Signorini maintains that he and his partner had nothing to do with those. His partner, Al Williams, died in 1970. Tony Signorini finally died in 2013, leaving the fabled feet to his son, Jeff. Since Jeff inherited his father's feet, he has been approached by multiple historical organizations who have expressed their interest in displaying these curious pieces of Florida history. But Jeff has resisted, noting that his father wanted to keep the feet in the family. So, finally, the mystery of Old Three Toes had been solved. Or had it? Some claim that the confession of the hoaxers was a hoax itself, and was only done for the odd notoriety of being a hoaxer. Natural inclination tells us that all of the hubbub around Old Three Toes was a hoax. Still. Who can truly say for certain? A study conducted in 2011 by scientists at Canada's Dalhousie University concluded that the Earth is home to 8.7 million different species of living organisms and beings. Of these millions of species, scientists have cataloged roughly 14%. So flip this percentage, and what this tells us is that potentially 86% of Earth's species are still unknown or uncatalogued. And as far as ocean-dwelling creatures go, it is thought that less than 10% of life forms in the oceans has thus far been identified. So it's anyone's guess what undiscovered sea creatures still lurk in the black ocean depths. Take the giant squid or Architeuthis, for example. Tales of giant squid have been common in the lore of mariners and seafaring folk for centuries, even as far back as Viking times, where Norse legend tells of the Kraken, a giant squid-like creature the size of an island that would engulf and sink ships of sailors unlucky enough to cross its path. Sightings and stories of the beast were frequent throughout the years. Well, Hard scientific proof of this mythical creature didn't surface until hundreds of years later, in the 19th century, when giant squid corpses started washing up on the shores of Newfoundland and New Zealand. Fast forward to today, where it is common knowledge that the giant squid, while still extremely elusive and rare, 
is in fact very real. Not the size of an island, but still colossal in size, reaching lengths of 40 feet. So here we have a fact stemming from legend, which was born of, most likely, fact. Bringing things back to old three toes. After considering the case of the giant squid, we've got a mythical creature with a bunch of eyewitness accounts and suspect animal tracks that may or may not be authentic, depending on who you talk to. Could a gigantic, mythical, prehistoric penguin-like creature be swimming around the warm Florida waters, venturing onto empty beaches, and waiting to one day be discovered? Are the giant tracks in the sand hard proof of a new species of bird or fish? And what of the sightings of the creature itself? Is there truth to be found in any of this? Or is this all just a myth? an urban legend driven by sensationalism and influenced by fictitious literature? Is it just a 30-pound cast-iron hoax attached to some tennis shoes? So it all boils down to this. Are there giant three-toed penguins roaming around Florida's beaches? Probably not. And yet, possibly. Legend or myth often stems from a basis of truth even if just a tiny grain of truth. And as much as we think we know about the Earth and the creatures that inhabit it, there is much, much more that we still don't know. (laughs) 